But in this season, many people are going to know God in many different ways. And I'm taken back to a scripture I preached because I noticed one thing in quarantine that a lot of people are doing that we've been doing all week long. We've been celebrating birthdays in quarantine. So this past week when Trav told the men's meeting on the Zoom meeting that his birthday was coming up, I jumped in and I said, oh man, jokingly, all birthdays is canceled because everybody's quarantined, right? My son, Silas, went from being three years old to four and he celebrated his birthday in quarantine. Then there are adults who are older celebrating their birthdays in quarantine. There are teenagers who are celebrating their birthdays. Next month is my birthday. Mm. The possibility is I might be celebrating my birthday in quarantine. Mm. What's funny is when I talk to some of the people celebrating their birthdays and I ask them, what is it that you want for your birthday? Mm. The age changes the gift. Mm. So Silas, for our, his birthday, you would remember that Silas didn't care to go to no restaurant. He didn't care about Silas just cared about one thing. He had a couple toys that he wanted that if he didn't get, right. he would have felt like the world is coming to an end. Mm. Why? Because in a child's mind, toys is what he desires right. that he feels he needs to make his life better. Mm. Teenagers would begin to say things like, and you notice the age begins to define what people think is important. Mm. So teenagers, when you ask them what they want for their birthday, it used to be toys. It used to be, hey, can I get a transformer toy? Can I get this favorite toy? Then it jumps from, can I get a telephone? Right. Because a teenager is so hooked on mass communication and social media, mm. their identity is wrapped up in that. Mm. Or a teenager would say, I need some clothes because their identity is right. wrapped up in that. So you kind of see the gifts that people desire goes along with where they are in life, what they deem important and what they find kind of like what their joy is in life, right? Mm -hmm. And so a teenager would say, just give me the money, right? <laughs> yes. We know for sure once they jump from teenage to 20s, all we do is say, hook me up with the money, yeah. right? At this stage of the game, yeah. people always want to, people call you to find out what does Pastor Rich like when it's my birthday or something or Christmas time? What, right. what do you like? And you can't honestly say what I like because people <laughs> will think Pastor is a different animal. Amen. But the truth is when people ask me, I just be like, man, just cut the check, man. Don't buy right. me nothing. Let me buy it myself. Mm -hmm. But then that was in my 20s and 30s. But the older I get... I begin to desire something different. Mm. I begin to look at life and say, what is it that I truly want from life? And it changes from toys to phones to clothes to money to I just want peace to reign. Mm. I just want families to be made whole. Mm. And so if you ask somebody older, what is it that you desire? Now, some, some of the grown folks will still say money. Amen. They'll say money and. <laughs> they'll say money and. <laughs> but the reality is deep in their hearts, they'll say things like, I just want my children to serve the Lord. Right. I just want my family to be happy. Right. I just want my son or my daughter to know happiness. Mm -hmm. I want them to know peace. Mm -hmm. I wish they had this. 
Why? Because the older we get, we begin to realize what really and truly matters in life. Right. Quarantine should have taught you what matters in life. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. In the threat of everything being lost, the one thing that stuck out to me was, Lord, don't matter if I lose my car, if I don't have payments to make on my car. Doesn't matter if the mortgage is due. Mm. One thing I don't want to happen, I don't want this sickness to touch my family. Right. I don't want to lose a family member. Right. I, and I saw it. I'm not the only one, but people started calling family members, making things right. Mm. I, you know, I, I, in my mind, just start, I thank God we have a wonderful family. There, there's not issues, many issues here, just every now and then you can't stand me. Mm. Hallelujah. And so, you know, but uh, we don't have uh, uh, family issues, but I can imagine many families sitting at home. I want you to remember in quarantine what mattered. Right. Because when quarantine is over, the things that don't matter steals from you the things that do matter. Mm. You have not had so much time to be with your children as you've in this season. What have you done with that time with them? Mm. Have you gotten to know them a little better, mm. right? You haven't, some people complain, I haven't had time to do the things that make me happy. I've always been chasing and doing and doing what society tells me I ought to do. Well, you've had time now. Right. What have you done with it? Mm. You see, if you always look at what you don't have, you will always miss what you do have right in front of you. Right. And I have learned from quarantine that the things I thought I was chasing that I needed to bring me happiness mm. did not matter. I did not care about buying a church building once coronavirus hit. Right. I just cared that the church members that I do have were well. Right. And so every time any of them told me they were sick, I would call every day to check in on them. How are you? How are you? How are you? Mm -hmm. Until I hear good results. Right? right? Uh, 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 a big building didn't matter. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 the things that I wanted to accomplish at that point shifted. Right. Because all that mattered to me, I realized all the things that brought joy, I already had. Right. And if those things were taken away, then I would have been devastated, right, Sherry. Right. But, but the things that I thought mattered before, if they were touched, you can replace it. Mm. But you can't replace good relationships. Right. You can't replace the loved ones. You see, that's what the enemy did to Eve, my brothers and sisters. Mm. He caused Eve to look at the fruit and take her eyes off of the garden. Mm. She had every tree in the garden. She can make apple pie. I mean, she had the ginger that we need to, to fight this coronavirus right now. She had the, the, the lemon lemongrass and the great grapes. That, yeah, I, I, I know grapes. you love I know I understand. You know, she had every fruit possible. She had every fruit and dominion over the whole garden. But the enemy made her think that she was missing something. Right. And she started to look at what she does. Let me tell you, some of you might be home and saying, Pastor, that's easy for you to say, I live alone. I don't have a, a, a wife and, and kids like you. And 
But let me tell you this. There are people that are, 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 are single at home, but they have, they're, they're looking at what they have. They have life. They have the ability to wake up tomorrow. It doesn't mean that you're going to stay alone for the rest of your life. It doesn't mean that things are going to be that way. There are people, listen now, let me tell you this. There are people too, even in families that are miserable and single people that are pleasant right now. You see, it's not uh, uh, what you have, is can you see what you have, right? It's, it's not just... Okay, if I had somebody, I'd be better. You can have somebody and go to war with them at home during quarantine. It's do you appreciate and are you nurturing what you have? So whatever state you're in, don't think if I only had such and such, I'd be happier. That's the way the enemy tricks you into thinking that your life is messed up. Everything you need to be happy, God has placed right in front of you. Nurture it. Nurture it. Nurture it. If you buy yourself, look at the gifts God has given you. Look at the the plans that you can make now. Like Apostle Paul says, as a person who is single, I can do so much for the kingdom. You know, that that, whatever you desire, put yourself in position to change tomorrow. And, And it brought me back to this thing of the birthdays because I kept thinking about All the things that people desire, when they get older, they begin to desire this one thing that money can't buy. Mm. The one thing that single married people, family people, whoever you are, business people want. Mm. Peace. Money can't buy peace. Mm. And I'm taken to the scripture. It's actually a scripture that deals with the birth of Christ. Mm. And it deals with the gift that God gave to the world. It's in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And it's called, if I were to title this message tonight, The Gift of Peace. Look, it says in Isaiah, For to us a child is born. To us a son is given. A son is given. God looked The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved a world that was fallen that he said, I'm going to give it a gift Mm. that they need. Mm. And that gift was a son. Mm. And look, when you unwrap the gift, Mm. do you like unwrapping presents, Sister Sherry? Mm -hmm. Everybody likes unwrapping presents. Isn't it even better when you unwrap the present and you look inside and it's something you actually like? You ever open a present and the present look better than the gift? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, I've did that a couple of times. You just kind of like, what's the... And you know, I'm the type of person, my face tell it all. I open it and be like, <laughs> My son, shy is the word. Shy will open a gift and be like, I don't want this. He'll tell you straight up, I don't got no use for this. <laughs> but when you yeah. open a gift that you actually like, it just blows you away. Yeah. Here's a gift. And when you open it, this is what it says the son is to you. Right? It says that God gave us a son. To you a son is given. And the government shall be on his shoulders. And he will be called. Here's, here's what the gift is. A wonderful counselor. Yeah. I should retitle this and call this the many gifts. Mm. You, you know, here, here's what. 
How many of you can use advice tonight? Yes. How many of you could use some counsel? You have no idea what to do from here on. Right. Maybe your business is falling apart. Mm. Maybe you're behind in bills. Mm. You know, they promised us that nobody will be charging us and nobody's charging us, but they're not pardoning you. <laughs> right. Whatever they're not charging you for now, they're coming to get it later. Yeah. And you are beginning to look at that and saying, well, you know, I don't have to pay now, but I will have to pay and I'm not getting any income now. Mm. What do I do? Do I make bad decisions? Do I go out and put myself at risk? What should my next move be? Some people are faced with decisions to make. Maybe you just found out that you, uh, 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 you tested and you're waiting on the results right. and you're nervous. You don't know what to do. Will this sickness get to my family? Will, right. will this hurt or... You know, what will happen? Or, or maybe you're home and you're saying, quarantine with my spouse. We, we fought all the time and the marriage is on the rocks and you don't know what's going to happen there. Or maybe your children are not doing too well with you homeschooling because you're not such a good teacher. And, and maybe things are falling apart and you're saying to yourself, God, I need direction. And every night you're going to sleep frustrated. I want you to know God gave you a gift. And he is a wonderful, not just a counselor, but a wonderful counselor. Whatever trauma you might be dealing with, and I'm not against seeing a therapist, but the best therapist you will ever know is the sweet Holy Spirit. When you begin to call on Jesus, hallelujah, he begins to talk to you. He begins to bring peace of mind. The Bible says he will keep you in perfect peace, those whose mind is fixed on him. I tell you, God is the best financial advisor. God knows what your next move ought to be. God has a way of sometimes drying up a place and you think that God is not feeding me. But the reason he's drying up that place is so that he wants you to get to another place. Mm. In the Bible, there's a story of a man by the name of Elijah. Elijah... Uh, sat down and he was being fed by the ravens and God allowed brook, a brook, a, a stream of water to flow. So he was drinking water and he was being fed bread. But God wanted him to move and Elijah wouldn't move. So you know what God did? God stopped the bread from coming and dried up the brook. I could imagine Elijah thinking to himself at that point, what in the world is God doing in my life here? Why would God allow my source of income, my source of food, my source of living to be chaotically dried up? Little did he know that God was trying to get Elijah's attention that I don't want you here anymore. I don't know what God is doing in your life in this season, but I know that he knows. And if you want to know what he's doing, he's a wonderful counselor and he will guide you into whatever he's doing. Look at the other gift that he is, that the son is. He's a wonderful counselor. The Bible says that he's a mighty God. If you ever questioned if Jesus is God, Mm. listen to what the verse says. Many people argue with us and says that the Jesus you serve is not God. Mm. He's just an ordinary man. Mm. Where in the Bible does it say that your Jesus is God? Well, look at what it says. That God gave us a son and that son is mighty God. I want you to know that this isn't time for a dead God. This is for a God who can answer by fire. This is a God who can answer and calm the storms. Mm. This is a God. And when Jesus was 
born and he grew up, you saw that mighty God. Mm. He walked on water. Yes. He healed sickness. Yes. He raised the dead. Mm. He, he, he calmed storms. Mm. Everything about this God showed that he was mighty, right. mighty to save, mighty to heal, yes. mighty to restore, mighty to deliver. You just don't need a God in this season. Many people in this season are saying, call on whatever God. We all need to pray. Pray to whoever. I want to redirect that tonight. I don't want to offend anybody's beliefs or religion, but I do want to say that I've come to know Jesus as not just a God in the ranks of the gods that exist, but I know him as the God who is the mighty God who is able to answer when we pray. I'm reminded again of Elijah. Elijah had a debate with some of the prophets of Baal and they said, let's, let's put it to a test. The God that answers by fire is the true and living God. They begun to call and scream and do all sorts of things to call on Baal and the days pass and Elijah just said, maybe, maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's gone off and took a break. And then Elijah began to call on the, the mighty God that yes. we know. And the Bible says he answered by fire. Yes. I, one thing I know about the God that we serve mm. is that he's a prayer answering God yes. who is mighty. Yes. I'm reminded of how he kept Daniel mm. in the lion's den. If he closed the lion's mouth, he can close whatever is roaring and threatening to, to kill you today right. if he kept the, the three Hebrew boys from burning up he's able to keep you tonight yeah. if he was able to supply all of his disciple needs by telling them open a fish and they'll find a coin mm. y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying mm. if he's able to do this God is able to supply all of your needs yeah. and let me tell you this He's mighty to save you. And if you're bounded up by sin tonight and sin is tormenting you, maybe your past is tormenting you. Mm. He is mighty to save you from all of the mistakes and hurts that you've made in the past. Mm. He's mighty to forgive. He's a mighty God. Mm. Listen to what else the gift is. He is an everlasting father. Mm. I tell you what, what I wouldn't give for my father to be here right now. Mm. I am a preacher and... I have followed my father's footsteps. Mm. I have preached the gospel like my father for many years. Mm. And I had many questions and many trials and many triumphs. And there were times in my life that I looked up and I said, I wish I had a dad that I can ask advice to. Mm. But you know what? I know the value of an earthly father. Right. I seen when absent fathers, fathers are absent from homes, mm. how it affects young men and women's life. Mm. The value of a father could never, ever be overemphasized. Right, right. When you look at our jail system, mm. there's a correlation between the brothers that gets locked up and fatherlessness. Mm. I read a, a statistic, and don't quote me on it, that says some of the most loneliest people that pass on loneliest are single parents. Right? Mothers who men have walked out and never did the job, leaving them heartbroken and scarred. Mm. So the importance of a man who is a father mm. cannot be overemphasized. Mm. There's a statistic I always share with Church City. If you get children to come to church, 
You're, you're likely to get a small percentage of the entire family to come, especially when the children are doing presentations. Right. If you get a wife to come, it is possible that she might be able to get her husband and children to come. Mm -hmm. But if you get the husband to come to church, mm -hmm. you have over a 90% chance that that entire family will serve the Lord. That is the importance of the role of a father. Yeah. Well, you might be like me. You might not have a father in your life to comfort you in these dark moments. Mm. But I want you to know that I've discovered a father who is better than my earthly yes. father. And that is my, oh, y'all ain't hearing me. When you, he's an yes. everlasting, so the son is a father. Do right. y'all see that? Right. The son is a God. Right. The son is a father. The son is a counselor. Mm. I want you to know that those three things are the triune nature mm. of God. The spirit is the one who guides into all right. truth, a counselor. Right. Everlasting father is the father. Mm -hmm. And the son, the mighty God, is the son. So you have all three in one right there. I, I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm going in a different direction. The point I'm trying to make to you is that you've got a father who will love on you. Yes. And here's what it says. He's not just a father now, but from everlasting to everlasting, he'll be your father. Yeah. He will watch over you. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. And look at what else it says about him. It says here that this gift, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. And here's the last thing. Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. Maybe you're watching tonight and you're gripped with fear. Maybe you're gripped with anxiety. Not just because of Corona, but what Corona has brought into our world. Mm. There's no doubt our world will never be the same. On the other side of this, we don't know what type of world we will wake up to. But I do know that you can have peace, whatever comes tomorrow. Because right, right. the songwriter says, uh, uh, if I never had a problem, how would I know if God could solve them? Mm. How would I know what faith in God can do? And so with problems, that's an opportunity for him, Jesus, to show you that he's the prince of peace. Yeah. You can't know peace if you never had the opposite that threatens peace. Mm. And so in times like these, you might be saying, Pastor Rich, I'm going through in my mind. Mm. Peace has come into this world. Yes. I tell you what, as I look back and I see the many gifts that I want, I realize whether I'm single, whether I'm with my family, mm. wherever I am, mm. I've been given the greatest gift already. Amen. Amen. And if I can't unwrap that gift and find my counselor there, mm. my strength in my mighty God, mm. my healing, mm. my way maker, mm. my joy right. in this gift, there is not another gift on planet earth that can bring you that. Mm. Jesus is the many gifts that God gave in one package. Yes. Unto us a son has been given. Mm. I tell you what, if you're watching this and you're going through something right now, I want to pray with you. Mm. But most of all, if you don't know this Jesus, I want to invite you tonight to ask him to come into your heart. Mm. I don't know where you're watching from. I don't know which part of the world. Maybe you're a church city member. Maybe you're visiting for the first time. Maybe you stumbled onto this page and you're listening to this young preacher or think I'm young preacher. 
And you're saying to yourself, I want every gift that you just spoke about. I want him to restore. I want him to redeem. I want the mighty God. I want the Prince of Peace. I want the everlasting Father. I want the love of the Father. I want everything that comes. This gift is for you. Amen. And you can receive it tonight if you would pray with me. Yes. If you're watching tonight, pray with me. Say, Father God. Father God. I thank you, I thank you that you're Lord of my life. That you are Lord of my life. And I thank you that you came. And I thank you that you came and died, and died on, a on a cross that I may have, I may have life, life and have it more abundantly. It more abundantly. Father, Father, help me, help me to, look to look to you, to you who, is the author who is the author and finisher, and finisher of my faith. Of my faith. Cause, me Cause me to experience, to experience the gift. The gift. That is, Jesus. that is Jesus. Flood my heart, Flood my heart with, all the joys with all the joys that come with salvation. Comes with salvation. I accept you, I accept as, you Lord as Lord and Savior, and Savior. in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you said that prayer, I want you to shoot me an email at churchcityusa at gmail.com. That email should be on the screen, churchcityusa at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. One of the things we're going to do is... So many people are looking for a church home that might not have a church home. Mm -hmm. We want to pastor you through online. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't uh, neglect the forsaking of the assembling of right. people. And when that time comes for you to join a church and join a body of Christ and a small group, uh, we, we would recommend that. But for now, why don't you join us and become part of our online church right, right. now? We want to welcome you not only into the body of Christ, but into Church City family as well. Shoot us an email. We want to know who you are. We want to become your friends. We want to avail ourselves as pastors to you if you've gotten touched by our ministry. We want to pastor you even through this medium right. in this season until we can probably plant you with a good church in your neighborhood. So reach out to us at that email.